Welcome to Trap Door to Hell episode, I don't know, because I don't do this very often, 30, 32, 33, the 31. Pres- the pressure is on. The pressure is on. Oh, no. The pressure is on. Oh, Figure no. it out, pal. This is. What episode are we on? We are on episode 32. Okay, you got it. Did I get that right? That you're, was a shot in the you're dark. You're doing okay. All right, keep it going. Let's see. Uh, I am Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Ah, nope, I'm afraid it. not. That was Tyler. Uh, I told him to do the, to to open up the episode, and he opened up with spectacular, non-spectacular flying colors. You know what I'm saying? It so wasn't like, good. It, it wasn't like red, orange, yellow. It was more like black, brown, gray, stuff like that. <clears throat> non-spectacular flying colors. We have options for you, all right? You can listen to this podcast possibly twice or watch The Irishman once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, probably like three times for this podcast. Get excited. The Irishman is out, fellas. Woo! Uh, three and a half hours are on Netflix for you to stream. I Honestly, who's like that excited for This that? is our Thanksgiving episode, so you can listen to this and immediately watch The Irishman tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, yeah. or today if you're listening to this tomorrow, or yesterday if you're listening to it on Friday, and ignore your family. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. I don't even know what day it is now. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Everybody make sure you listen to this podcast on Thanksgiving, put it on a loudspeaker, you know, have your whole family listen to Trapdoor to Hell. Tell them it's the number one podcast. Don't do that. That Tyler and Travis do. Don't do that. It'd be better than talking politics. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's what's new? What's new, pal? What's that, new? So I realized, I don't think I ever told everybody, I don't work at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't think I told you guys, but I don't work at GameStop. Are people like asking you? I got a text from Tyler Kiyahi uh, a couple days ago, and he's just like, He's like, hey, do you sell bobbleheads at video game store? (laughs) (laughs) The sad thing is, I knew exactly what he was talking about. He's like, he's talking about Funko Pops and if they sell them at GameStop. Yes, that's what he, yes. And I'm like, dude, I don't work at a game, I don't work at a video game store. And I realized, oh shit, I don't think I ever told anybody. And then he tried to have the conversation of, well, do they have do they have a four hundred eight one k and a good retirement plan at my job? That's oh no! Part time. Oh no! <laughs> it's a part time job at a printing oh, company. No. Do you know and, let him get started on the four hundred one k's? Oh, I didn't even plan. Res- I didn't even respond. When was this? That. When was this? Was this last night? Monday night? Oh, uh, this might have. Or, or last night was Tuesday. Last night was Tuesday night. Was oh, it Monday night? I think it night. was Monday night. Let me see. Yes. Yeah, it was Monday night. Okay. When he that, texted me. Yes. And I was just like. I, I at first I responded I was like no it's a part time job at a warehouse and he's like you don't want that job and then like two minutes later I didn't respond so he sent me the peach emoji and then a whiskey glass next to it don't know what that means he but was drunk he was hammered was he they're they're all in North Carolina right now visiting yeah. Vicky's family I, I I've seen that on Facebook yeah because Monday about seven thirty approximately seven thirty eight o'clock at night. Yes, that exact time. Seven twenty-eight. I received a picture oh, of the beer aisle, right? Yeah. And he crossed for some reason. He blacked out with his finger on the picture. All the Miller, all the Miller uh, highlights, except for he missed one case. I think he was trying to show me that this is where all the cheap beer is, but he likes that because it's like <laughs> Bush Light, Bush. Natty Daddy's, Natty Ices, <laughs> PBR's, Ice House beer. I don't even know what that is. 
and but he crossed off his the one that he likes yeah. because he's I think he was trying to talk shit, <laughs> and then I, he said, "You need to get a job, Pee Wee." <laughs> Does he is he calling you Pee Wee now? I give him never heard that. <laughs> never heard that in my life. Oh fuck! I've got three people slapping themselves over the face emojis. Then an emoji of a syringe squirting out blood, a red and yellow pill, and a green, like, scientific glass. And then I said, someone's drunk. <laughs> and then at 7 in the morning, I got a text that says, apologies, Puffy had phone yesterday, Guzzler. I said, was the Puffy sneaking booze again? He said, I think so, with a whiskey glass and, a like, a drunk face. Oh my god. But then Oh fucking I receive a text from Puffy and it's a picture of Jim Beam Peach and he said, Was not me texting you, it was Tyler and Jim Beam (laughs) 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 And then I said, Are you sure, Puff? And (laughs) that was so that was at eight oh nine AM he sent me that and I I said, Are you sure, Puff? Five twenty three AM this morning he said yes. Puffy, not a good text, obviously. That's fucking hysterical. So Tyler, Tyler had drank too much Jim Beam Peach, which is the most girlish thing I could ever think of. Yes, exactly. And got drunk and decided to text us. I wonder who else he randomly texted. I, I, if he, if if Tyler Kiahi randomly texted you on Monday night, on Monday night, the, let us know. So yeah, we can yeah, talk right about into the week. Facebook, please. Right into the Facebook. <laughs> we we want to know. We, we want to know, know what he said. That that's fucking hysterical. Yeah, so, well, it's so good no. you cleared the air so, that no, you I no longer not, work at GameStop. I do GameStop. not work at a GameStop. I work at a printing company. Yeah. Boom. There you go. There's my life update. Tyler actually did something recently to help us um, on this podcast. He got into Excel. Oh, that was a fucking trip. That was not fun. To try and help us with our upcoming, um, next year, our upcoming, uh... Um, rankings. Uh, rankings for movies and, you know, so we can keep everything in order. How was that? Uh, that was... That, I don't get how people do that for a living. Because there's people who sit at a computer and just, you know, enter shit into Excel. I did it for, what, maybe an hour, hour and a half? And I wanted to put a bullet through my skull. Yeah, it seems like the most boring thing to it ever do. It was not fun yes. at all. So. And when the shit don't work out, and when you don't know what the fuck you're doing, it's very frustrating. Yeah, I downloaded recently like a uh, like almost a Photoshop kind of app on here, like a free Photoshop kind of thing, so we can start like when we do cool lists, when we do cool lists, we can like edit it and post a picture, like my list, your list with a picture, kind of like Pardon My Take does with okay. the Mount Rushmores or just something like you know something like that, yeah. some uh, some visuals to get with this, you know. Yeah. There's also you know I got so it's not so boring. So more maybe some of you fuck out there will actually uh, engage with us. You know, trying to engage, trying to get better, trying to, you know, yeah. eventually do do the damn thing, you know what I'm Make saying? Make it big time. We'll get our own TV show. Yes, yes. Just, just like, like comic the comic book, book man. Exactly. Um, what else is going on? What was I going to say? I do not know. Um, we have the review of Ford vs. Ferrari today. Um, and then I guess I, we can talk about the documentary we watch after. What documentary? The one about... Shelby about oh, Carol yeah, Shelby. Yeah, I guess we can go just over that. I mean, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's it, a documentary. Yeah. Um, you seen anything else recently? Um, we'll we'll, we'll do that later. We talk about we talk still got about football. Mandal- we got stuff like Mandalorian. that. Mandalorian. Yeah, we'll talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say some more stuff, and I forgot the more stuff I was gonna say. Um, shout out to my girlfriend Laura. She said, 
She said after last podcast that she was also photobombing, so don't take all the credit, asshole. So she can take some credit, whatever. Well, Not as good as me. But. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a text from Guma. I forgot. I don't know if I talked about it with, uh, when Travis was posting all of the uh, pictures from his Disney trip, asking who he was with, and I told him he was just taking pictures with random people, <laughs> and he actually believed me. Yeah. And then he listened to the podcast, I'm assuming... Because he was, he was asking me about the photo bombing that you were doing. Yes. And he's like, we're supposed to be going in June or, or summer of next year. And he's like, are we going to be doing that same stuff? And I go, of course, Guma. That's what you photo bomb. And he was very nervous. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do Seems that. Seems like a nervous guy. Well, uh, speaking of Big Daddy. <laughs> uh, Big on, Daddy. On Saturday, when I went down to Mendoza, um, what was it? Friday, Johnny Guzman came over. We watched Rough and Rowdy. Oh, that's right. We got to talk Johnny, about Rough and Johnny Rowdy. Johnny Guzman came over. We watched Rough and Rowdy, yeah. which they had a midget fight at Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> that was amazing. That was the greatest thing I've ever Rough seen. Rough and Rowdy is basically a bunch of rednecks Redneck and blue-collar dudes just try and fight. Yeah. The midgets fought, but then the last fight was actually like a good boxing match, which is surprising. I'm like, we're going to look back on this on these for in like 20 years and be like, Wow, <laughs> where have we gone? <laughs> we were paying twenty dollars. Shout out Barstool for the rough and rowdy fights; those are amazing. Yeah. So Johnny Guzman came over, slammed some beers, and watched that. Then Saturday, after we went and saw Ford and Ferrari, came home, ate some T bones, and I was driving on the way to go meet my buddy Michael Mendoza. His uh, his cut, his uh, girlfriend's family has a ranch right here in Mountain View or whatever. That he has his horse out that I guess he has to sell now. Whatever. I, okay, I, I seen that on Snapchat. I think he has to sell that horse And now. I was like, I wonder if that's just a I different I don't think horse. he can ride it. I like, don't think he can ride it. It was he small had, and it was old. He doesn't have the ability to or like... No, 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 no. The horse is old okay. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought you were talking shit about Mendoza. Dude, I actually flossed my teeth today and it feels weird. But... Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I floss my teeth every once in a while. <laughs> but on the way there, I was listening to uh, Curveballs and Chair Shots by our buddy Cheese and Dominic. Yep. And Cheese mentioned that he was going to, that Big Daddy was going to see his girlfriend tonight because they record on Saturday and publish it that night. Yeah. And that he was going to, he he was going to, something must have, I don't know. But but uh, Cheese noticed that his uh, ball trimmer was charging. <laughs> so that means it was recently used quite a bit if it needs a charge. So I texted him immediately, Big Daddy that is, and I said, yeah. get some. With no, no explanation. No explanation. Else. He asked me, no. how. Uh, why would I say that? I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then he texted me yes. and was like, why is your brother texting me saying, get some? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I was watching was, him. He was so confused. I was hoping, I was really hoping that for the, like, my text was perfectly timed where he's just like fucking stroking it and then he fucking finishes. Oh! And he just looks And he it. rolls over, grabs his phone and he's like, what the fuck just happened? And he starts looking out there. He's looking at his phone, dude, trying to figure out how I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up telling, I told him, I was like, I don't know how he knows, but he was driving somewhere, so he might have seen you out there with her. I have, like, a spider sense. <laughs> He's got a spider sense every time Big Daddy is on the verge of getting some. Yeah. yeah. Just, it just I goes just, off, and he's like, I, I gotta send him a text. But that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah that shit was... That, that was I wasn't funny. gonna say nothing until Cheese said, like, Travis, I hope Travis and Tyler are listening, because he knows I'll fuck with them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think he knows that I'll fuck with Big Daddy absolutely. and just mess with his ass. That's fucking good. Um... Uh, shout out them over there. Yeah, we got fucking, we got some work done on the old uh, 
On my uh, on my raw crawler, we're gonna do hashtag Travis Gunderson's raw crawler session right here. It's hard to work on it because it's not home <laughs> all the time. But thank God for Johnny Guzman, man. And, he's and, fucking, and he's fucking doing work Kevin. on that thing. He's he, you know, we we bought leaf springs for it a while back yeah. to to redo stuff, and I just can't. We keep going back and forth, and we just started working on it. We put new leaf springs in the rear. They're longer. They're from Chevy Tahoe. Mine, of course, the '82 Toyota. Yeah. So we had to move the leaf spring hanger in the back, uh, in the back, back further, all the way to the over, the, almost over the edge of the frame. And what'd you go? And like then four and a half inches. And then bought it six and a half six inches and back. Half inches? It moves six and a half inches back. And then we just started working, fabricating more stuff on the bed, dude. I want to give a big shout out because even when I stopped, you know, wasn't there. He was still working. He does a lot of work. Um, he doesn't let me do the welding because he just doesn't trust me yet. So I think I have to go and show him that I can do it. Nah, I still would let Johnny Guzman do the welding. But like, like we were cutting off, he when we were cutting off the um, Lee Spring hangers for uh, to relocate them. Yeah, they did. Him and Kevin, his father in law, did the first one or whatever. And then I was like, I can like I can do these, you know. He's like, I don't trust you if you mess it up. Oh. And then finally he let me cut the second one off and I cut it off faster and better than they did. He's like, I'm actually really proud of you right now. I'm like, <laughs> I know how to fucking tear shit apart. I don't yeah. know how to put it back together. It's not putting it together. The tearing yeah. apart is, is the easier part. Exactly. So, yeah, so that thing's coming along. We're getting ready. Hopefully we'll have enough done by we can start getting, we can get a lot of runs in. His is almost done. He got a camper shell for his Toyota. Yeah. He's redoing all the stuff that he broke last time. Hopefully we'll have fucking set up so we can get a bunch of runs in next year. Because we've been kind of light. Last year, this past year, we only went once or twice. Yeah. Because mine was pretty much down. Um, not really working too well. I was gone. The year before that, we did like three or four runs. And I would like to go like almost every other weekend during the summer and stuff like that. Yeah. Get out there and do that. It's fun. So, yep. Those are Travis Gunderson's uh, cra- cra- crawler crawlers. Rock, rock crawler talk. Rock crawler talk. I do need to extend the drive shaft and figure and readjust the brake lines and stuff like that. Next episode on Travis Gunderson's rock crawler crawler. Yeah, we'll see by the time I get back down there. But, um, I don't know. You got anything else going on <laughs> in your life, friend? No. Yeah, you're really. pretty lonely. Yeah. Um, how, um, all right. The, do you got no sports stuff? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard any more signings from baseball or anything. Have you no, heard anything? No, not really signings. Uh, John Heyman, who does a lot of the baseball. He's John Heyman, the dude from the WWE. That's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Excuse me. John Heyman is the like, <laughs> is like the Ian Rappaport of baseball. Basically. Ian Rappaport is like the Adrian Wojnowski of football. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> those, I know all those names, but I don't know what you're talking about. They all do the same fucking thing, basically. What do they just get? Uh, breaking news for sports? Yeah, pretty so much. So Woj, Woj, let me see if I got this right. Woj is the basketball guy. Woj is the basketball guy. Heyman is the baseball, baseball guy. Baseball guy. Rappaport does the football, football stuff. Ah. Nah, there you go. You got your three major sports guys. So what earlier, about hockey? Oh, okay. what about hockey? I don't fucking know, dude. What about women's volleyball? Women's volleyball is also Heyman. Is that a joke? Yes. <laughs> so the Pirates got a new manager, which okay. I, I did not see early. I, I guess I missed that. Who? Derek Shelton. No idea who the fuck that is. That name sounds familiar. It's a basic-ass name. That's why. Uh, 
He was the Twins bench coach before. That's pretty much it. There, he wasn't like a professional in the league. Uh, he might have been. Maybe I'm thinking of Todd Helton and just getting confused. <laughs> there, that probably. Um, there was a trade. The Brewers and the Padres traded this morning. Zach Davies from the Brewers and something Grisham to the Padres for. How long do you think we've been talking about Pedro this? Urias. I was supposed to. I was supposed to keep track of when we switched. When do? Let's say. Let's say fourteen minutes. I. Uh, <laughs> it's the cut time cut off to where it starts baseball. News. Oh, 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 yeah. Probably, yeah, probably about 15, 14 minute, minutes. But it was just, it literally, it's just a bunch of random people got traded. Yeah, not really much. And then Drew Pomeranz got signed by the Padres. Drew Pomeranz is a little bit bigger of a name, but not a big star. He's a left-handed reliever. I know Drew Pomeranz. He used to pitch for the A's. Yes, he did. That's all at, I know. At one point. Um, he got signed. That's it? That's pretty much it That's all for we baseball. Got. When are the winter meetings happening? In isn't winter. it? Isn't it in between? It's usually like the second week of December. Yeah, it's usually in between Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yes. So, um, we'll get more. I, did I say Happy Thanksgiving? No, we're gonna commit to that though. No Happy Thanksgiving. We'll say it at the end. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll say it at the end. Um. All right then. We you want to roll just right into football then? We yeah. have a, we have a lot of time now, so yeah, it's weird not uh, you know not having that much go on. It's it's these short weeks, man. It's like when you play a Monday night football game and then we're you only turn. missing one day. And then no, because we recorded there, on we recorded on Friday there last just wasn't, week. There's just not much. Yeah, we recorded on Friday last week, and then we're recording oh, that's right, we Wednesday. did record on Friday. You're so right. we, that's we lost two days ah, of, of news there. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's uh, short week. It's like playing a Monday football game and then playing a Thursday Thursday night game. All right, let's go into, right into the NFL. week twelve in the NFL here. The not we talked we league. are we already talked about last Thursday's game right because we recorded on Friday. Yeah, last last Thursday was the Colts and Texans. Colts and Texans. Game yes, we already played. talked about that. Yes. All right, so we start off Sunday, November twenty fourth. Week. What did I say? Week twelve. That was week twelve. Week twelve. All right. 12. The Bills defeat the Broncos twenty to three at home. No, there was no real shockers there. Yeah, actually. Well, I thought for how the Bills have been playing, like their offense hasn't been moving too much, that that it would be a little bit closer. They got some off on the Broncos, but congratulations to Frank Gore climbing to uh, number three on our. Um, all time all time yards. rushing yards list. Um, that was that's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, for somebody who wasn't even supposed to make it, like four four years in the league to be one of the longest tenured running backs and yeah. and to be. I heard on a crazy list. stat that every team he's ever played on for every season, he's led the team in rush yards. Which is amazing to me to think that the last couple of years, the last few years, he hasn't really been the featured back. He's no. kind of split time, but he's still leading, which is crazy. Yeah. Now I know this he, year. He, I know this year with Devin Singletary getting injured, and it would probably be couple. it would probably be different. Yeah. yeah, it's happened the last couple of years. But he's basically injury, just been and, there to. Yeah, and he, but he's not out. I keep mean, the even, sales afloat. Even when those injuries are happen happening, 
He's not out there getting 20, 25, 30 touches. He's getting 15 to 18 tops. Yeah. And he's making do with that. He's yeah. Just, he's just I mean, I think back. his career uh, yards per carry is around four. I think it was 4.2 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, amazing, amazing career from Frank Gore. And he's still going. So I don't see him stopping anytime. He looks good. Hopefully injuries, you know, stay away from him. Yeah, my thing is he's just going to be kind of a backup and fill-in spot wherever he goes. So Yeah. Um, in Chicago, the Bears hold off the Giants to get a victory, 19-14. The funniest thing was when the Bears um, had the extra point. They were going to go for two, and then there was a penalty. So it brought them back. Yeah. So then they were going to kick it. And then they had another penalty, and, and then it brought it back. Further. So it was a 40 th- 48, 40 something. I think it was in the 40s. It was a 40 something yard extra point, and Pinero yeah. missed it. I'm well, like, of course, oh, God it's a damn. Chicago kicker. The Giants. They didn't look very good. No. Uh, Glenn G was saying, bring Eli Manning back. I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't. It but I just thought that was funny that he was big, big Eli Manning. I mean, guy. but you're like. I've never trusted him. The only reason he's ever won those Super Bowls was because his defense was good enough to hold off the other team. Yeah, defense wins championships. Exactly, Chief. Chief. Um, but then you bring in, you know, Danny Dimes, and he's training under the guy who's not good. Yeah, he's it's learning not, from the wrong He's person. learning from a wrong guy, and then he gets thrown in there early, so it's kind of a shitty situation. Um, Saquon, they just... People are just shutting not, him down. They're not, well, I mean, they just go, all right, we'll rush you, make your quarterback, we'll make you pass the ball. Yeah. Make you pass the ball. Yeah. And they're also, they continue to run Saquon directly up the, in between the tackles. Yeah, you're not giving him space Dude, you to gotta do his give, work. He's so dynamic, you got to yeah. let him work in space. I'm not saying don't run through the tackles at any time, yeah. but you have to keep the... There's a balance. You have to keep him balanced. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, Steelers barely win in Cincinnati against the Bengals, 16-10. We get a, ba- a benching of Mason Rudolph in the fourth, third quarter, fourth quarter? Third, I think. I think it was late in the third quarter that they benched Mason Rudolph. And Duck Hodges comes in and um, leads the team to victory. Yeah, if they don't bring in, if they don't bring in Duck, they don't win that game. Uh, yeah, win. and I was almost right. You, were I was almost, almost right. right. I was sweating bullets. Fuck, man. Uh, and then we get a we get a later benching announced this week. Uh, Red Rifle's back. Okay, the Red it, Rifle is back. Yeah, I figured that was. This not... is gonna turn their season around right here. This is this is a spark they needed. Don't turn it around, man. They need, <laughs> it. They need the better draft picks. But all right, uh, Browns destroy the Dolphins, forty-one twenty-four. This game, I, want... I don't know who would have saw that coming. I want to talk about this game real quick, but because besides the po- point that I said Jarvis Landry was gonna wasn't gonna score, yeah. everybody else I said scored a touchdown. Well, everybody scored a touchdown. That's why. That was the point I was trying to make. <laughs> everybody scored a uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick yeah. Chubb, And LBJ. I also, when I said that Jarvis Landry thing, I forgot that this was it's a, a, revenge, a game. revenge game. Yeah. So that's automatically two touchdowns. Yeah. So, but, um. Yeah. I would have never saw this coming. I. Yeah, no shit. Anybody who thought the Dolphins were going to win, what a fucking idiot those people are. In the pick'em pool, my it was a hard week, and we were trying to f- convince Glenn G, our father, <laughs> who to oh, pick. And heaven. this guy, and this guy is like, I don't know about taking the Browns, and I'm like, they're playing the Dolphins. I don't know. I think the Dolphins are gonna win this game. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Um, well, I also told Daddy he should take Baltimore over the Rams, and we all saw how that happened. What happened there? We'll get into that later. But yeah, that was an easy pick. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers. 
Stave off the Falcons, 35-22. Obviously, the defense can't hold up for two weeks in a row, and you can't stop the high-flying Buccaneers. You can only outscore the high-flying Buccaneers. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what was going on with that defense. It did not look like it did the last two weeks. I told you it wasn't. I told you it had no staying power. Yeah. The fucking frauds. And then their offense just looked okay. Um, Nothing too spectacular. Saints Panthers at home for New Orleans. Get a W, 34-31. Very close game. I think there was some questionable calls in that that led to that. I'm not sure. Oh, and didn't the Carolina guy, the kicker, miss a field goal or something like that? Oh, Joey Sly missed quite a few. Yeah. They brought, they actually signed somebody else during the, uh, during the week this week Did to they? their practice squad. So yeah. not, not meaning they're going to bench Joey Sly immediately. Everybody who happens... was talking shit about Kyle Allen, obviously he's still good. Everybody's overreactions from the past couple of weeks where he got shut down, obviously still good. I'm, and he had some tough matchups. He, he had the, the If you watch this this game, yeah. he had a lot of tough passes that he made. Yeah, he looked good. He looks he looks better than than Cam Newton, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, like uh, he's better than hurt Cam Newton. Yeah, healthy Cam Newton, but I don't think Cam Newton's ever going to be healthy. I think he's going to be like one of those guys, like uh. Like, um, who's the dude, like a Jason Campbell? Okay, yeah. Jason Campbell, when he was healthy, he was, he was like a good. starter of material, yeah. and, but when he wasn't, and then he could and never, he just, he he could never, never got, get healthy. He never got 100%. Never got 100%. So yeah. I, that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Plus, I think he dresses like a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, Seahawks beat the Eagles at home 17-9 to in a low-scoring affair. The Eagles' defense seemed to step it up against... The Seattle high-powered offense. Well, they've they've pretty much stopped two high-powered offenses. The Eagles two and who? In a row. The Patriots. I don't the, think they're high-powered. Come on, dude. They can score points. I don't think they're high-powered. Julian Edelman, Mohamed Sanu, Philip Dorsett. For some reason, something. For some reason, something's not clicking. Now, do I think they can get there? Yeah. I think they can get there, but for some reason, this season, something's not working. Yeah, the, their offense hasn't looked very strong, but the last two weeks, it hasn't looked very good at all. But the Eagles' defense have obviously proven... The defense... De- I'm not trying to take away from the Eagles' defense. They are stepping it yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, they, they're stepping it up. But um, their offense can't do anything with no wide receivers. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's just, hurt on the offensive that's side. That's just... The, Carson, the Wentz, Carson Wentz threw some absolutely ridiculous passes that I... Well, the winds looked <laughs> wild out there, too. I think they were saying it was a, a windy day in uh, in Philly. Because even, even Russell Wilson had uh, his tight end wide open in the in the end zone and he went to just go flick it and it went 15 yards over his head yeah maybe oh. or maybe he just doesn't know his own strength <laughs> russell wilson way too he strong. had too much sex with sierra the night before <laughs> <laughs> he's just like ah oh, i'm the strongest man or is it opposite when you yeah, don't i was have... gonna say he was on the road so he didn't he bust hasn't nuts. been having he didn't sex. bust nuts he's been on the road yeah, he's that's way it too strong. that's it way too strong yeah. no nut november is getting to russell wilson <laughs> Um, in Washington, the Lions lose to the Redskins, nineteen to sixteen. This just shows you that without Lions are without Matthew Stafford, these Lions are terrible. Yeah, and, um, they uh, need to, they need to deal with their backup situation. Dwayne so. Haskins nowhere to be found with eight seconds left in the game, which is amazing. Is Oh yeah, the Dwayne Haskins at the very thing. end. Yeah. yeah, but he's celebrating his first NFL win. Yeah, you which know? he did. I mean, 
well, okay, he won the game. Well, he was the starting quarterback yeah. was for the team that, that won. won. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think there's anything all that bad about miss not going out oh, there. Oh, no, for I don't. Formation. And the, coach, the coaching staff. They laughed they, about it. They laughed about it. Yeah. They, they, but it's they, also the Washington Redskins, so. Yeah. They, they laugh, laugh about everything. They laugh about everything. Yeah. Um, that was a shitty game. The upsetting game of the week We're just was, not even going to talk about this game. Fuck this game. The Jets. Def- just murdered the Raiders 34-3. Th- this is the Jets that I was trying to tell you about at the beginning <laughs> of the season, man. I hate to tell you, but this is the Jets that I was trying to tell no, everybody you, about. And you're right. They looked very good. They They're just very good when everybody was there. When everybody's there right now, and they still don't curse Herndon's out for the season, I think. so. Yeah, he's done. They so, But even without him, like, look at the, the offense looks good. Sam Darnold is completely healthy. This team is rolling. And the Raiders, I think they just came in just un, un, unprepared. Yeah, unprepared is what I would say. I I I thought Derek Carr gets benched in the fourth third yeah, quarter. Glennon, Mike man. Glennon, and he fumbles two ball, two straight snaps. Um, I thought this was what was gonna happen with the Bengals. Was the Raiders were gonna go into this game thinking, uh, who gives a shit? The Bengals has haven't won a game, whatever. But they came into MetLife with that. I think they came in with that kind the of. The problem attitude. was we were playing Cincinnati at home. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. We were playing Cincinnati at home. I knew we didn't you don't give lose that game. We, don't, we, we didn't give I knew we weren't going to lose that game. But, but going we, into You've seen the trend. Yeah. But, like, we came out of there barely with a W against Cincinnati. Yeah. And then going into MetLife. Going into MetLife. Going, going into MetLife. Going, going into, into MetLife. Met okay, yes. yes. All right. Um, the Titans murdered the Jaguars 42-20. to Nick Foles. I mean, th- or well, hold up. Nick Foles ain't looking too great. He's not looking too bad. It's not the offense. It's well, Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry demolishes the Jacksonville defense. Well, I don't know what, it, what why that is. Uh, I don't know either. Happened last year. It happened the one game last year, and it's happened the one game this year. Yeah. But we're going to still say he demolishes the Jacksonville defense. Uh, Tennessee, actually, they're one of those teams that's, Always in contention. You no know what's embarrassing, what? dude, is you're Marcus Mariota and you were supposed to be the leader of this team, <laughs> and you get benched for Ryan Tannehill and you're, and the from team the Miami Dolphins, and the team looks better. Like, see you later. But I never, I never, never get another head, uh, 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 number one quarterback job. I never didn't like Tannehill though. I liked him in in Miami. I think the team didn't do well when he wasn't playing. They looked decent when he did play. Yeah. And they, they just didn't really have a lot of those key pieces that they needed. Now I guess. he's in a spot with some decent pieces, and he's looking all right. Even though they just lost Delaney Walker till the end of the season. So I no, guess. no starting tight end there. Uh, Patriots at home. Get a W over the Cowboys, 13-9. I don't know how to feel about Dallas. They cannot beat teams with winning That was also a snow game. Yeah, kind of. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, New England always. Remember, wins. Super Bowls in Miami. Uh, New England always wins cold games in Foxborough. I figured. That's just how it happens. Uh, uh, the Niners at home defeat the Packers thirty-seven to eight. This is embarrassing. We see the Niners' offense actually get rolling. This is the worry with the Packers when somebody's got an offense that's rolling and they have a defense that's able to put up a keep stop. them out of keep them out. Yeah. They can't do a fucking thing. No, they cannot. And. 
The Niners just look scary. And I finally turned off that game after a while. We turned off that game. Yeah, we turned like halfway through. Yeah, I, I think like, it was after they scored the last touchdown. You're like, they scored another touchdown here. We're turning it off. Yeah. They yeah. Scored when it became game. more than a two-score game, yeah. I was like, all right, this game's over. But it was only like two scores and a field goal. Speaking of more than two-score games, Monday night, the Ravens absolutely raped the Rams. This goes to my theory that the Rams are now trash. Are you going to start giving the Ravens defense the respect it deserves? I did. And uh, the Johnny, John, the defense? Yes. I don't give their defense that much. Of, I don't think their defense is all that great. Do you really? They, they have, played the Rams. They have five straight games with an interception. The Rams are terrible. That, five straight games. Marcus Peters. Exactly. Marcus <laughs> Peters. Re- He's a dude. Game. He's a real dude. He's a real fucking guy out there, buddy. Yeah, he was pissed, dude. Oh, he was gay. He was talking that shit. Do to you him. know what happened with him and Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. So basically, well, you as you know, they trade the Rams. They trade traded Marcus Peters to sign Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. And Marcus Peters was basically just saying. Just giving them shit like they signed the they got you and you guys aren't even in the playoffs. The Ravens have me. We're we're fucking in the playoffs. Way to go, bud. Yeah, way to go. Cool for you, man. He probably said like you left the Jaguars for this, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Noah Marcus Peters, he's a real Oakland dude. So yeah, and Jalen Ramsey being fake held back and all those videos is fucking hysterical. Is it fake? He was being fake held back? Well, it, it's like, it, there's guys standing around him, but nobody's holding him back, but he's out there, like, pumping his chest out and holding his own arms back dude, like he's being held he's back. He's a fake tough guy, dude. He's all about, he's like, this This reminds me exactly of when Conor McGregor and fucking um, Khabib don't, fought. Don't talk shit about McGregor, dude. When McGregor, McGregor dude. wants to act all fucking tough and do all these promos, and Khabib's like, don't start with me. I'm fucking Russian. Well, yeah, that's like not fair. He's fighting a And Russian. then he just beats the shit out of him. This is what would happen if Jaylen, if they were to go at it. Marcus Peters would, would beat the oh, shit be, out of him. And then he would the beat absolute... the shit out of other people. Yeah. Like, Jalen Ramsey's a fake tough guy. He's doing it all because he's a fucking show-off, dude. Yeah, so. he's a showman, basically. That's all he is. Okay, so. But, I mean, the Rams are done. They're the fucking trash. This goes to show you that you can't just fucking rest on your loins. Yeah. Everybody's going to adapt to you. They were very good last year. All that Sean McVay shit. And everybody gets a job based off Sean McVay. And, and you look. see, it only works. It's a fucking gimmick, dude. Yeah. You got to be a real you got to be a real football guy. You got to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. But not It's too- a, it's the same thing with Moneyball and baseball. It happens once and it's a that's it. You can't continue to do the same thing. Well, we've been in, well. The A's, the A's have been in in, a, in contention in a lot, you know, in the last decade, a lot. But we're starting to play pay players. We're we're still not yeah, starting to learn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, we're we're starting to get out of the Billy Ball. It still it still is Tyler. Yeah, not as it still is not as much as it used to be. No, it's the same thing. It's the same. You'll see in a couple of years. Don't worry. I mean, I think we broke out of it signing Chris Davis because you don't sign a guy like that. Uh, if you're playing small billy ball. No, you do because you're not going to get anything for him because somebody's somewhere is not going to pay him to be just a DH. Nobody does that anymore. This is not baseball That's... talk. Okay, whatever. Not baseball talk. Now tell no, me how no. we did on our records. All right. We're still tied. We both went 2 and 2 this week. Which games did you win? Uh I we I won the Niners game and the Washington game. Oh, then... that's cuz you picked the Rams. What? I mean, I, I won the Baltimore game and the Washington game. Sorry. I won the Baltimore game and the Washington game. Yes. I lost Green Bay and Miami. Yes. And then you won the Niners and Baltimore, and then you lost with Cincinnati and Jacksonville. 
you know. So we are now twenty and eighteen going into this week. Still uh, it's neck be a and big, neck. Gonna be a big week. And this, this week. week we have oh shit. Big week this week. Five games we're picking from because we'll do all the all the Thanksgiving games, the Sunday night, of course, and then the Monday. Sound good? And then one extra one during the week, right? Oh, that's right. And one extra. So we're going to do a... We got six games this week. Okay. Starting with Thursday, Thanksgiving, tomorrow. Early game. Early game. We got the Bears going into Detroit. Is Matthew Stafford still out? Yes. Then the Detroit Lions will lose this football game. It doesn't matter. The Lions always lose on Thanksgiving. Chicago's going to win this game. Okay, I'm going to flip it and reverse it. I got the Lions. Are you serious? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm going to flip it and reverse it. No, oh, what an idiot. Okay. Bills going in to play the Cowboys at home. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this football game. Oh, nice. I have the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah. The, the, no this is just not a game that the Bills are going to win on the road. I'm sorry. They're a good football team, but they're just not going to win this one on the road. I think this is the one where they prove. This is this is where they prove, okay, they're serious playoff contenders this year. So then we get our the late Thursday, late Thursday night game, eight twenty Eastern time. Everybody's gonna be hammered drunk by this time. Starts at five o'clock at our time. Yep. New Orleans at Atlanta against the Falcons. Who if you shut think them out last? Uh, the Saints are gonna ago. win. Travis has New Orleans. Don't take the Falcons. I also have New Orleans. Yeah, come on, dude. It's <laughs> I'm a, not that It stupid. was a fluke. Two weeks ago, it was stupid. a fluke, all right? Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't care how good that defense looks. New Orleans is not going to lose to the Falcons twice this year. Okay, all righty then. Um, Sunday Night Football is the Patriots traveling to Houston to play the Texans. Um, I'm interested to see this because of what... Um, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens were able to dial up and beat the Patriots with. Houston has the same offense where they can dial up that same game plan and look for it. But we also know that with Bill Belichick, he's going to be looking and prepared for that. I still think the Houston's going to outscore him a little bit, so I'm going to go with Houston. He's going to go with Houston. Yep. I think this is a get-right game for New England. They haven't been playing their best football lately. And this could completely be a get right game. You're exactly their, right. I think this yes. is their get right game. Yes, right you're exactly right. This could be a get right game. Uh, going into Monday night, we got Vikings at Seattle. <clears throat> Seattle doesn't like to lose at home. No, they and don't. especially in prime time. So Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I also have Seattle here. I don't think uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be able to handle this prime time. Man. It's prime time. Prime time in Seattle. Prime time. You don't bet get or you don't bet on. I Kirk would Cousins. love to see the stats of. Prime time at home for Seattle. I'm sure oh, they're, they're. I'm sure they're ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, it's it's probably a wild number. I'd also like to see the prime time stats for Kirk Cousins on the road because I'm sure that's also like zero and twelve. It's getting better because he's on with Minnesota now. Oh. I just mean on the road though because he can prime time games at home. Then no, no, no. I'm saying because he's with a good Minnesota football team still. now, his numbers are getting better. Still at that. All right. Now we have our wild card game. Yeah, pick a wild card game. Fuck it, why not? Um, I think the Cardinals win at home against the Rams. Is that really a wild card? Well, I guess, yeah. Two, two decent football Okay, teams. hold on. Let, let me no, look. No, no, no. That's a fine pick. I'm okay with that. I'm let me look. Let it. me look. I have Pittsburgh beating Cleveland 
at home, beating, yeah. beating Cleveland and Pittsburgh yeah. with Duck Hodges as their starting quarterback this week. I can't wait to watch this Ravens-Niners game. That's going to be crazy good. Oh, yeah. It just sucks. It's a 10 a.m. game here. It's an early morning game. You're cool with me taking the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Okay, because I, I want that game. <laughs> Unless yeah. you want to take uh, either the Niners or the Baltimore. <laughs> I was either I was talking about maybe taking Titans. But What's the uh, oh Titans at Colts? Uh, they're uh, at Colts. But I don't know oh, Jacoby Brissett is back, and T. Y. Hilton should be healthy. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just take the Cardinals. Yeah, he's got Cardinals. I got Pittsburgh. I was just giving you shit because both those teams, both those teams are don't have good records. They're kind of like that same caliber team. So, all right, we got our we got our weekly picks for week thirteen in. We are good to go. And we're good to roll into the fantasy football section of this. All righty. Hold on. We got, we got questions. Uh, I just thought I'd throw it out. In our league, this is the final week of the regular season. So, uh, gonna be ba- battling. There's gonna be some battles for uh, playoff spots here. Yes, me yes. Being, me being one of those people. All right. Like, again, we'd like to say thank you, Johnny Roca, for collecting questions for us. <sighs> Anybody else wants questions, you can message us on Facebook at Trapdoor to Hell. Yeah. I got to check and make sure that there that um we're getting messages from we might be getting blown up with messages and I don't know how to work it. Jesus Christ. I, I have no idea how to cuz I like I realize with my with the Facebook thing is that like I can I have I can't I don't know how to comment using the page on other things. I might have to call like Leslie or something like that and have her help me. Yeah. Or, or maybe somebody. Even, who oh, you know what? I'll ask Nicole. Nicole tomorrow. She does a, Nick, a Sensi page. Yeah. Yeah, she could probably help me. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I've I've learned like all the maximum amount of stuff I want to learn. For right now, so. <laughs> all right. First question. Johnny Roca in first round of a four week playoff. So I guess he's first round starts this Today, week. Yeah, that would be this week. Um. Who should he start at quarterback? Daniel Jones against the Green Bay Packers or Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Philadelphia? Fitzmagic. Yes. I'm I'm not I don't trust Daniel Jones. No. Um Green it, Bay's defense can be sneaky good. They could sneak this up is, on you. This is one of those questions where I think you should look. You should also look into your streaming into options. your streaming options. Yeah. Look for guys like Sam Darnold. Yeah. Like I keep saying. Look for guys like, um, I don't know. Who else do you think would be out there? Andy Dalton's probably out there. Andy Dalton might be out there, and um, he's coming back. And they're playing. Who are the Bengals playing this week? The Bengals have. Hold on, my team is loading here. The Bengals have the Jets. Have the Jets this week. Although they did stop the Raiders. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That- I- We'll I, see. I think I think that won't happen again. But there's um, there's, there's quarterbacks out there. Yeah, look at sure. look into a streaming option for a quarterback, and if and if it still comes down to these two, then you go with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick, uh, especially if that Eagles defense. Uh, I don't think they can hold up. on. I don't think they can hold on for as long as they are. Yeah, it's gonna be like Atlanta. It's gonna be a two week uh, two week skid, pretty much. All right, uh, Robert Maldonado. And Bobby's Raiders of Ogden, Utah. Cool. So I guess that's his fantasy team is yeah. Bobby's Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Utah, do you soak out there, friend? 
Do you soak? Do you soak? Do you soak? Do you even <laughs> soak, bro? Nines win three, nine wins, three losses. Shout out to the wife. We killing them! Exclamation part in parentheses. Are you like? Do, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just reading these are messages. You, uh, no, I'm, I'm asking uh, our friend Bobby out there. Uh, do you run a team with your wife? Is that is that why you're? Remember her? in the league when they tried That's to what do I'm that. About. Remember in the league when they tried to do that. Doesn't it work doesn't out. Work unless, out, man. Unless your wife is uh, what's her name and actually knows more about football than you. We'll see. Who is the better flex play, Mark Andrews of Baltimore versus San Francisco, or Tyrell Williams of Oakland versus Kansas City? Mark Andrews. I you, don't know. He's not your starting tight end. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is <laughs> who's your starting tight end? If this, if this guy's on your bench, who are you starting instead? Yeah, because that's, I mean, Mark Andrews gets pretty much all the love over there in, in Baltimore. Yeah. And just look at what he did in, uh, against the Rams. Yeah. Uh, he put up like five touchdowns, five passing touchdowns. It's going to be a shootout with, with San Francisco and Baltimore. You think it's going to be a shootout? I don't think it's going to be a defense. You don't think they're going to def- their defense is going to dial up something for the Baltimore Ravens? I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be more of a shootout. Thing. I still lean I think I think Tyrell Williams is the higher ceiling option here. Obviously, but his floor is going to be super super low. What yeah. It's going to be super super low. Um what the fuck happened here? There's a on the side, friend. What side? God damn it! Bad podcast. Uh, just get, he's reading a text. What? Uh, tell her whatever you, she thinks. Okay. Sorry, uh, my aunt's getting us a ham for me to smoke for tomorrow for yeah. Thanksgiving because she's not doing hers. Oh, we'll get into that later. We'll get uh, into that after this. Yeah, so one, I would like you to take a serious look at who your regular tight end. If you have like Travis Kelsey or something like that, and this is your backup, I would even, I would even try trading Mark Andrews for a better wide receiver to yeah. put into flex, maybe. Yeah. But um, just strictly answering your question, Tyra Williams is a higher ceiling at KC because they give up a lot of points. It's usually a shootout in Kansas City. Mark Andrews. I think what's going to end up happening is he's going to have to use uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have to use his feet a lot in this game and may use Mark Andrews a lot to dump off. That's what I was. And in too. the red zone, he's Mark Andrews is going to be his. He's always a big target. He's going to be his big target. So, um, I like Tyler Mark says Mark Andrews. I like Mark Andrews too. But like I said, if you have a way better tight end, tight end, yeah. and you're coming into playoffs, and you think that tight end's going to hold throughout your playoffs. Look to maybe deal Mark Andrews to a team that doesn't have a tight end, re- yeah. a really good tight end, yeah. and get but it has some decent maybe wide a running back two, oh, wide receiver yeah. two, something yeah. like that. You can get you you can you can get, def- get you can definitely get a lot for that. Yeah. Um, Josh Pacheco says Mushi Mushi. You know what that means in Japan, Japanese? Uh, hello, something like that. That's how you greet on by the phone. Dope. How do you know that? I don't know. That was just a guess. <laughs> That's. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Japanese culture guy. Yeah, right? He's eight and four for the Okinawa Gin and Juice. That's a dope name. You guess where he's from? Oakland. Okinawa, Japan. Oh, damn it! <laughs> or he's or he's there, or he's maybe he's from there. I don't know. <laughs> um, Greetings, his league friend. has his league has two flex spots. So I guess we're dealing with both of them. He wants a two and a pink, one in the snake here. Ah, I love a two and a pink, one two in the snake. Two and a pink, one in the snake here. Good Todd Gurley at Arizona. 
Melvin Gordon at Denver, or DJ Metcalf Monday night against Minnesota? I think this is pretty cut and dry. Todd Gurley, DJ Metcalf. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, excuse me. You don't like uh, Melvin Gordon? Not against Denver. Denver? Denver's been able to keep everybody to a very low scoring game. That's true, but Denver has been more of a pass. They can stop the pass more than they can stop the run. They're stopping everything, I think. I uh, I don't know. I I like the two. Well, I'm not a big fan of what Todd Gurley has done. I think he's a he's a letdown in fantasy this year from what years past. I like DK Metcalf. I think everybody's going to think this game between the Rams and Arizona is going to be a shootout. It's not. They're going to run the ball. There's going to be big run game. Now, Malcolm Brown has taken a lot from uh, Todd that's, Gurley. That's the one thing is I don't know how many But I like Todd Gurley this week. Uh, I just You can have a different opinion than me. I know, me. I'm just trying to think. Just just make sure you have a valued point for I your just, opinion. I'm just trying to think of and DK Metcalf, D- oh, we both yeah. agree that DK, DK Metcalf, Metcalf needs to start. It's obvious that they're double teaming Tyler Lockett. Yeah, they're not getting Josh Gordon enough, and DK Metcalf is the second guy against a Minnesota team that allows a lot of points. And, for and, and, and he he gets the deep balls. He's your big home run guy, DK Metcalf, yeah. and he brings them in a lot too. Yeah, DK Metcalf is the for sure start. Yes. out of those two. Yes. So it's pretty much <sighs> just between. I mean, but you still have to look at Melvin Gordon. In Austin Eckler, yeah, Austin Eckler gets a lot of touches too. He they whenever they're they're doing out of the in the pass game, they always bring in Austin Eckler. Yeah, they hardly use Melvin Gordon. He's on the field less. Although Malcolm Brown has a similar effect, but they but it's still not as much. they use Todd Gurley in the pass game though, so yeah. you can get a couple more off receptions. Yeah, I think I, answer you know the what, question. I, you know what? I think you're. I think Todd. Todd Gurley, Gurley is the game. obvious option here. I don't know about Todd Gurley, DK Metcalf. Yeah. So he's, he's a, those questions were were uh, swell. Thank you guys for um, sending in questions. That was your two in the pink, one in the stink. Uh, <laughs> I like how you just did that out the side. That was a two in the pink, one in the stink, right there. Yeah, because that really hurt my brain there. That, that that's a that's a tough dilemma there. Um, I was lucky enough to find uh, Devonte Freeman on on my. Waiver this week. Very happy to see that out there. Why do you? Why do you want him? Why do you want him? Because I have running back troubles, man. I, I mean, he might. He might be back. No, he's playing. He he practiced full. They said he practiced. Yeah, but he's the fullest he's ever he ever has since he injured his ankle. But he's still garbage. Oh, I don't know about that. I I have had troubles with him all year. I know you're the one who dumped him. I know. Uh, well, it's either him or it's. Joe Mixon against the Jets with Ryan or with uh uh fucking Red Rifle back and he's he got like twelve touches every time the Red Rifle was playing. Or Devin Singletary against a tough Dallas defense. I'm running Dev uh, right I don't now, know why you're right, nice. right now I have Nick Chubb, Devin Singletary, and Devontae Freeman as my flex. Why don't you have a wide receiver flex? because uh, my wide receivers are Kenny Galladay against Chicago's defense. Okay. You don't want that with Jeff Driscoll. Uh, Muhammad Sanu might be injured. He hasn't been. I don't know why you're still holding on to him. But keep going. Because uh, he had that big week. Brandon Cooks. Who... I don't know why you're still holding on to him. I just I just picked him up. And my starting wide receiver is Devontae Parker. 
That's all your wide receivers? Well, and then I have T.Y. Hilton, who's an automatic start. Yeah, you're trash. My wide receivers are What's your looking... record again? Uh, right now, I'm 6-6. Six and six. Yep. So I need this crazy, uh, crazy thing to happen this week. I need our Uncle Mike and his nephew Chris to both lose. And then I have to beat Hardy... And I get first place. Good I get luck the fir- with that, I get pal. the first round bye, basically. Yeah. And and Johnny Ro- in Johnny Roca's league, I uh, I'm top I'm top dog right now. I have not lost. I still haven't lost. The streak is still on. Yeah, yeah this what like See, this eight is weeks a, in a row now. This is the bullshit in 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 your league. I don't know how this works. It's dividing them east by west. Yeah. The, so. But the it's but I'm fourth in my division. I'm seven and five. They're in a tougher division, basically. Yeah. How how did that happen? How I ran them. So what happened was, I made the schedule. The schedule was based off the old um, standings because this is from the league from last year. So it's based off the old standings, and then I just added you. I added jo- uh, Hardy. I added uh, Johnny Guzman, and it kept the same schedule. But it randomized the, the the standings. I don't know why it did that. You mean like split east and split the yeah. divisions? It split the divisions and, and randomized them and put them put you guys in di- different divisions. But the scheduling stayed the same as before that. So it's not even you're not playing the same people in your division twice. I didn't catch that until a couple weeks in, and I didn't. I had nothing I could do about it then. I didn't want to change the schedule after playing three weeks of the season, basically. So I'm still trying to get this thing right. This is only my second year running a fantasy football league. But the but the play, so the crazy thing is the playoff bracket. I mean, so it's it's the, still mostly the people from my division. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know how the only the only you need to talk with Johnny uh, Johnny Roca next year and yeah figure he runs out a lot of, yeah he runs a lot of figure leagues, out how to run the league so basically, basically I'm not a commish guy yeah no definitely not a commish guy basically the way the standings work is so we do the six team uh the first two place the two first place teams get a first round bye and then after that it just goes by uh record okay. So that that's pretty so, much the only reason there are divisions. So that's why that's why the one of the first round buys is, is a lower is record than limited you. edition Chris Agura, yeah. who's six and six gets a first round buy because he's in the R division, which is shitty. Yeah, I'm six and six. He's six and six, and Mike is six and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole division is full of six and six yeah, garbage. Yeah, me, me and Mike aren't even looking at playoffs. Uh, and the only way we can like, get the only way we can get into playoffs is to be that first round pick. Yeah, basically, or to be first in the division. That's why I need both of those guys to lose, and I have to beat Hardy this week. Yep, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough football week, and I don't like I don't like week seventeen uh, playoffs either, just because it kind of sucks when your team you got a good team but they're all going to the playoffs, so they rush their guys in week seventeen. It's all part of the skill. I guess. It's all about the skill of who you're going to manipulate, friend. <laughs> all right. So, movie news. What do you got? Uh, Frozen 2 came out this past weekend. Yep, how to do. It broke the opening weekend box office for an animated movie. It made $350 million. 
this past week. Saw that coming. Yeah, not surprised. After after the success of Frozen One and everything Disney's been doing, I mean Frozen Two was bound to break big money. So I don't like that movie that much. I didn't like Frozen One. I'm gonna go see this on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Olaf was pretty cool. He's kind of funny. He, he he's he's the funniest character. It's all right. Yeah, not the best Disney movie. Yep. But yeah, I don't I don't understand the craze behind like why all the kids love it. I don't know. I movie don't news. It. That's pretty. That's much all it. you got. That's all I have from it. Do you have any movie news? Yeah, we just get an extended. We get we're starting to get more extended trailers. I think we got a couple more teaser trailers for Star Wars coming out. We yeah, get it. We get the We get another that. extended trailer, and now we get. Uh, I think Honey Boy is released in most theaters now. So I really oh, want to look to watch oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, with Shia LaBeouf. Um, I hear. I'm hearing great, great things. Well, I think it got a 93 on Rotten when Tomatoes. We first, the, when we first saw the trailer, we knew this was going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like an auto documentary about Shia LaBeouf's life. Shia, La, La, Shia LaBeouf's. Shia am I saying that right? I'm, I'm off. <laughs> the guy from Transformers. Shia LaBeouf's life. Even Steven. Even Steven. It's about his life, but he's playing his dad. It was like yeah. a drunk or something yeah. like that. So it looks very interesting and deals with his all his um, shortcomings and whatnot. That looks like a great movie. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I guess we can roll right well, in. Well, I heard, I heard uh, they've been showing, I don't know, for people who go out to see movies, Tenant or Tenet. Yeah, it's the next Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Yes. So I guess before Star Wars, we're, uh, yes. the, they're going to be showing... A, during, a the longer, IMAX, during the during IMAX. During the shows. IMAX showing of Star, of Wars. Star Wars, we're going to get a, a sneak peek preview at the mo- the new movie Tenet, the next Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. I love Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. He did Inception and all the kind of stuff like that. I think they're great. He also did the Batman. He did the Batman the series. Dark he did, he did the, the Dark Knight series. Yes. It so, was the, which was the, which are fucking, fantastic. Probably movies. the best Batman movies. So it's amazing to me that a guy who does great art like that can yeah. go off and branch into making a a a the Dark Knight series and yeah. make that so good and not kind of too comic booky or like yeah like he doesn't his record as a as a, a filmographer does not get or whatever i'm trying to say as a movie maker yeah. does not get knocked by the sense that he went and did a, a batman trilogy yeah that's what i'm trying to say yeah i get what you're i get what you so mean. i mean i'm very excited for that movie yeah it's gonna be a i mean movie. i'm pretty anytime he put it's like when um like when um what's his name does one with it once upon a time in Hollywood all those movies. what was it we oh, oh uh Tarantino when Tarantino does a movie it's the same thing sorry I don't know I blanked out on his name yeah. all right um you want to talk let's do Ford vs Ferrari review then yeah uh oh shit actually nope let's before we get into that real briefly let's talk about the new season of Rick and Morty how are you enjoying it oh that's awesome I love it. I can't remember what the last one I saw. I don't think I watched this past Wednesday. So, or wait, today's or this past Sunday's Sunday. 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 I didn't watch. There's Sunday Sundays. nights on Adult Swim. Yeah, I was thinking of um, South Park. That's my bad. Uh, the, I didn't watch this past Sunday, but I watched the first two episodes of the season, and I I fucking love that show. It's fucking awesome. It's yep. hysterical. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's great. One of the things that we talked about for any of you Rick and Morty viewers is the last the last season they ended it and that was when Rick was like I could send her um her what's her name? Beth. The, 
and Beth and send her off and do whatever she wants and make a make a, a robot, robot part of her that takes care of the kids, gives all yeah. the love and affection. She can go off because basically, she's kind of basically saying because like, she's kind of done with the world. Like she has the same like cynicism that Rick yes. that Rick has. Yes. And then they just jump into this season, and, and she was separated from Jerry and everything. He jumps in, and everything's Jerry's back, and everything's kind of. So I think she's. I think she's definitely. That's a robot version of her. Oh, probably. Yeah, I think we'll I wouldn't be that, surprised. So. All right, um, Ford versus Ferrari. Vroom vroom. American Auto. Uh, <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> American automotive designer Carol Shelby, Shelby and fearless British race car driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary vehicle for the Ford Motor Company together. They plan to compete against race cars in, of Ooh. Enzo Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in France 1966. Yes. What do you think, pal? I thought it was a pretty decent film. I mean, yeah. I I didn't really know much, but obviously I knew about Shelby Must Shelby Mustangs, and I knew about the Shelby cars, so I I knew he was gonna be working on the car, but I didn't know about the whole Ken Miles story. I didn't know about the uh, twenty four hours of Le Mans. Yes. How he was a driver and the things he went through. Yeah. So it was it was cool to see all those things and. Yep. I thought it was a, a, a definitely told a good story. Acting could have been a little better, yeah. But uh, I, I, and that's that's on uh, Matt Damon's part, not m- more than yeah. uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale played a pretty good role there. Yeah, this is but. directed by James Mangold. So speaking of Matt Damon, we have Matt Damon as Carol Shelby, yes. Christian Bale as Ken Miles, John Bernthal as Leah Iacocca. I just kept thinking. Dude, one of these times he's going to rip off his shirt and he's going to have the skull. The pun- he, the he plays the Punisher. For all you guys who don't know the name of John, John Joe Berthal. Berthal, he plays the Punisher in the Punisher series on Netflix. He, he's also... He was on The Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead at the beginning. He's the dude who fucks Rick's wife. I yes. forget his name. Um, if you don't know him from that... He's been he's been in a few things. Yes. Um, anybody else in here that... Um, Tracy Letts did a good job as Henry Ford II. Yeah. Um, the guy... Oh, who was the one who who was helping, uh, Carol Shelby? Who who was building the Shelbys with him? He's a, a, the old guy. He's in quite a lot of things. I can never remember his fucking name, though. Um, Ray, Ray McKinnon. That guy. Yeah, Ray McKinnon is in that. He, he does a great job. Yeah. And then, who is the guy... The, e- the evil man? Yeah. I don't remember his name. He's always, he was in uh, Sweet Home Alabama. That's where I always recognize him from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, he was. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, fucking A. But he was, he basically played the main antagonist of the movie. Yes, he was the main antagonist. And he did a good... Besides... Um, besides our personal demons. Besides our personal demons <laughs> and, 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 and Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. I, I just typed in ho- Sweet, Sweet Home, Home Alabama. And Leonard Skinner. And Leonard Skinner comes up and I'm like, God damn it, I gotta find <laughs> I don't care about that one, I want actor's, the movie. I gotta find his actor's name, otherwise I'm gonna lose my shit, dude. But yeah, I mean, it was beautifully, I mean, the scenes were awesome. Josh Lucas. That that's guy. That's his name. Yeah, that he, he's in it too. Yeah. Sorry, I had to get that out. Yeah, so I mean, I thought it was cool um, that... Um, Leah Iacocca was played by John Bernthal in this movie. I I know him. 
um, as he goes on to he goes on to uh, create. I think it's Pontiac. Yeah, he or, does Dodge. He helps. He helps yes, start Dodge. He 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 starts Dodge. He starts Dodge. And, well, I think Dodge was a company, but I think he 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 brought came it to in the there mainstream. and he ended up he ended up becoming the um the uh, CEO of Chrysler Corporation yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. That's that's where I know Leah Iacocca from. <laughs> they I saying, forgot that he was part of Ford. They were saying the name, and I'm like, I've heard that name so yeah. many times. I know that name, and then. Uh, Dad was telling me the rest of that the documentary that you guys watch afterwards about uh, Carol Shelby's life, and he was giving me the scoop of oh, well, Lee Iacocca went on for Dodge. And went on that. for Dodge. And I was Chrysler like, okay, company. that's why I kind of know yes. the name. Every and like you said, like Ken Miles, you didn't know the story. Yeah, race fans know and love Ken Miles yeah. for this. He was a, like like you said, Carol Shelby and Ken Miles. They really started. They brought what what makes. Ferrari, and this is what the movie's kind of about. They make what they bring what makes Ferrari them good over to the United States. Yeah, to compete yeah. because at at that time, American car builders are building big bodied, fucking huge. They're starting to get yeah. into the muscle car game at that time. Yeah. The Corvette came out, and the Corvette was fast as fuck, yeah. but it was not able to compete in road races like with Ferrari and whatnot. Yeah, um, I've always loved Shelby's vehicles. When he came in with Ford, it's like, okay, I kind of knew the story, but hearing little bits and then watching the documentary afterwards um, kind of added, filled yeah. in some spots for yeah. me. Like the whole thing with his I heart, didn't know, his heart I didn't know that uh, McLaren was, a, what, was on the race team back then as yeah. a racer. I knew he was a racer before he built his own car. I didn't realize that he was racing for Ford back then. Though. Yes. I, I thought the same thing. Um, yeah, that was, uh, and uh, like I was saying before that was his whole heart condition thing was, that's a about fucking, Carol Shelby. about Carol Shelby's heart condition thing. I knew that. I mean, the movie was, was cool, you know, or they, they kind of address it at the beginning that you see him taking pills. This movie, this movie, you may think you go into it thinking it's going to be about Carol Shelby. It's more This Ken movie Miles. is more about Ken Miles and it's a tribute to Ken Miles. Because he doesn't get the respect that he, he yeah. needs to. Uh, re, as of lately, he's starting to get more respect, and he, I think he got inducted into the um, Racing, Racing Hall, Hall of, Fame. of Fame and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, if you want to, like, this is a great movie. You want to be entertained while learn a little bit about this pivotal time in American motor, motorsports. Yeah. It's fantastically shot. Yeah. Um, James Mangold is a great director. And the acting... It's Matt Damon, so yeah, I it, mean, Matt it was. For, oh, I'm not saying that it was really bad acting from Matt Damon, but it's what you expect. I mean, he's not like over the top, you know, top five actor of all time, but it, it, it's it's okay, it's all right. I wasn't I wasn't coming out of there like, oh, well, that fucking sucked. It was yeah. just like, all right, Matt Damon, cool. Exactly. Yeah, you you can see the same style in movies that he's done, like yeah. uh, Walk the Line. And the and the uh, Dewey and, Cox and Logan <laughs> and, and walk the that's line walk hard. and and Logan <laughs> and Logan in this theater. That's those are other movies directed by James Mangold. Yeah, yeah. So oh uh, yeah, Matt Damon just he's kind of dry to me. Uh, I'm but he's like perfectly relatable because yeah. he doesn't look like a guy. Yeah, which is crazy to think because Carol Shelby was like an intimidating. He's like a salesman guy, which Matt Damon did okay. But yeah. Um, and, and then what I liked too was it wasn't overly 
mechanical with with talking about the cars and stuff like that. Like somebody like me who doesn't sit there and study cars or you know watch all the car shows, I understood what was going on. Which is going to be interesting because we're going to rank <laughs> muscle yeah. slash sports cars. That'll later. be that'll be. We'll see what your list comes up with opposed to mine. But. Yeah, but but I'm saying for those who who are hesitant to go see the movie because they're not like that big into cars. It still had an interesting story and it was cool to see cars drive fast. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that that's it. Uh if I were to, you know, put this up there, I would say probably higher to uh, higher than middle, like right below. Yeah, it's it, right below a really great movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. This is going to be one It'll be on FX. This is one that's watch. definitely gonna be on FX, and you'll watch, it, and you'll watch it in the middle of the day or something like that. Yeah, and and you'll enjoy it, and that'll be that. Yep. So, um, let's talk a little Mandalorian then. For anybody Ooh. who doesn't have Disney Plus out there, they can go fuck go off. Fuckers. If you're not paying the six ninety nine for Disney Plus, I think I said it last week. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, the Mandalorian awesome. is just getting better and better every week. I want to talk about. We 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 do. How in depth did we get last week? We didn't really I too mean, much. We're not we're not we're not doing like AHS reviews, yeah. but but we a couple a of things bit. I want to talk about from this episode is the the whole him coming to terms and get, getting Yoda, Baby Yoda back. It was like we said, and that yeah. he was gonna uh, the Mandalorian was gonna give over Baby Yoda to the scientists and then have a change of heart. Yeah, and you see that. And then it culminates in an awesome breakout scene that he breaks out Baby Yoda. And then the scene at the end was a one of my... I'm going to put this down in Star Wars lore is the best scene of all time in Star Wars movie history. Of it, all time. Of all time. Of all time. I like this, I like this more than the re, I am your father scene. We get... He's you trying, like this more than the first time they blew up the Death Star. Yes. You like this more than the battle from Attack of the Clones. The big <laughs> battle at the end of Attack of the you Clones. You mean when they execute at 66? No, that's that no, that <laughs> that's episode 3. I'm talking in episode 3. I'm talking Attack of the Clones where Mace Windu is fucking up fools in that big arena. Oh, oh, and they and they have to fight uh the robot dude with six arms. What's his name? Robot dude with six arms. Yes. Oh, Grievous. Yeah, General Grievous, dude. Grievous also doesn't show up until episode three. <laughs> Am I missing out? You are just so lost. I feel like I just blanked out episode two. I did not like that movie at all. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> that just makes me like episode three because I was just naming the best parts of <laughs> I thought of episode two. You're telling me you like this scene yes. better than Anakin versus Obi-Wan in episode three fighting through the lava. I have the high ground here. And you know who had the higher ground? All the rest of the Mandalorians swooping in on jetpacks to help save Mondo and Baby Yoda who are trapped. This scene is fucking amazing. It was a it was a cool scene. It's definitely a top five scene. But I and then know, they escape. I loved it. It was fucking awesome. I thought it was fucking great. For, uh, but this is also a franchise that has so many great scenes. The so. only one scene that may compete to it. Anakin talking about how much he hates sand. I don't know what you're talking about. That was also episode two. It's the Jawas from Return of the Jedi. 
Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. When they're defeating the stormtroopers with nothing. All right. Return of the Jedi, when the guy shows up and he just says, You rebel scum. You rebel scum. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Hold up. Hold up. This does take second place. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I forgot. This takes second place. Number one. When they see FN218 and he goes, (laughs) Traitor! And then they fight. So they, my whoa, whoa, whoa. My number, no, no, number one is when they're doing, before they blow up the Death Star in episode four, and they're doing all the call signs, and it's like, red one, standing by, red two, standing by, and red, red, leader, standing red, by. red three is just some fat fucking dude. That is the best scene. Or, hold up, when Jar Jar Binks steps in the pile of poop, and he goes, ew, dookie. <laughs> Nobody, anybody out there? We who, just talked that Mando scene <laughs> out of your top ten, dude. <laughs> oh fucking eighth, bud! Oh Jesus! Oh, all right. Shit. If you guys don't understand this, get Disney Plus and just watch all of Star Wars. Everybody out there is not a bunch of Star Wars nerds. It's like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? But everybody who is is also, also laughing their laughing ass off. hysterically. Oh fucking a! Oh god, I need a breather. But yeah, all the we get all the Mandalorians from these um, from this. They yeah, come that, in was pretty, that was pretty. That was pretty. Awesome. That was pretty awesome. And then I'm excited to see where they go from here. It's, uh, I I they escape uh, Mondo and baby and Yattle. baby Yaddle escape. In a in the in the ship, and, and then we see one of the Mandalorian flying up there with them. So I don't know if they're gonna. Well, they're all they're all good. They all have to move. That was the talk that they had. Is they're gonna have to relocate? Yeah, pretty much. But so, they stick together. That's gonna be. That's... I thought it's cool that they they say this is the way. That's this like is their, the way. That's like their may the force be with you or whatever. Yes. I love this is the way. That's hella cool. Way. I might get that tattooed. Big fucking tattoo of Baby Yaddle, Baby the Mandalorian. And then underneath it says, "This, this is, is the way. way." Oh, dude, it's dope. Oh man, somebody, somebody, uh, go hit my Venmo. <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> send, me, get send me money to get that done. Yeah. All right. Um, do we have anything else? Toys R Us is back. Wait, really? The the first store opened in a New Jersey mall. It's re, re- renovated, basically. So. Toys R Us are going to start making their way back. I don't know if they're all going to start opening up by Christmas time, but I think by middle next year, I think we're going to get Toys R Us completely back. Cool, man. I'm excited. I love going to... I'm just mad. I don't know what... Well, I don't even have any money, so I don't know how I'm going to Christmas shop anyways. Yeah, I'm very like... I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do for Christmas shopping. This is going to be the struggle bus because I got to pay for our Sharks tickets this weekend. That's two hundred dollars. I'll be able to get you back. Okay. For well, mine. I, I was gonna say, do you want this as a Christmas present, or would you rather you know just what? pay me back? Let's just put that down as a Christmas. Okay. Present. Don't expect anything else for Christmas. I don't then, want it. That's I it. don't need anything else. Okay. Good. I buy. This is the hardest thing is I buy stuff that I want. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's he's a very hard person to shop for, but Not at the really. same time, very he's very easy. easy. Very easy. But it's like it's like you just have to come to terms that you're gonna go to a toy store yeah. for a grown adult man. <laughs> Yeah, or you much. can get me a Visa gift card because I really need to do front tires for my Avalanche. Yeah, either of those things, money or Funko Pops. The only reason I say it's hard for you, but is but nobody wants to give you, you money. Yeah, and I, I can't exactly ask for 
two brand new LT325 by Phil. Uh, yeah. R2015 tires. Yeah. No, yeah, that's very tough to do, but I just ask people for money. I was like, if you're having trouble shopping for me, just give me cash. I'll buy what I want. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I have no shame in that. Yeah, I might, you know, I might have to be creative with Christmas gifts. Anyways, let's do our top 10 <laughs> ranking list of muscle cars slash sports cars in order of Ford versus Ferrari. You know what the funniest part of this list is? The fact that I'm not a big car guy. There's and... no Fords. Well, that's the funniest part, but there's no Fords on my list. Oh, really? I don't like Fords. I'm not a Ford guy. <laughs> and I, so on this list, and I'm going to get into this real quick, where I'm kind of, what I'm shooting for is like slightly affordable, um, not really supercars. Because like I was trying to get, we're not we're well, not you, doing you can get, you can get into the Ford, yeah. you can get into the Ford GTs and the yeah. Maseratis, Bugattis, and stuff like that. I don't know enough about them and the different cars, yeah. so I'm just gonna go pretty basic here. Um, I don't have year ranges on here. I didn't have enough time. We kind of made just this, kind of we like, kind of made this up this morning, so we'll yeah. kind of talk our way into it and explain. Travis will we're probably not, do most of the time. I'm here. I'm. Kind of a, I'm kind of a car guy, but I'm not as big as like a car guy, car guy. So there might be times where I step on my words and stuff like that. Just bear with me. Tyler doesn't know anything. I look, I like looks of cars. I know some names. I did a lot of research. I did, well, I didn't do a lot of research. I did research. That's pretty much we it. We did not prepare for this days in advance. So, no. all right, Tyler, number 10. What's your number 10? Number 10 is a late 60s Plymouth Roadrunner. They look okay. pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so so instead of so first generation. That's a first generation okay. roadrunner. Yeah, sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a nice car. It's got a I think it's got a six pack carburetor on it with a shaker hood. There you go. Nice. I'll talk that's higher up on my that's list. That's the stuff Travis will talk about. That's higher on my list. I love those cars. Um Porsche nine eleven, number ten. That's foreign. I didn't say not foreign. Oh god damn it. I just said okay. I said not a supercar. A Porsche is not Porsche ma- does make some supercars, yes. but it's a Porsche 911. I didn't, very, I didn't even very think about affordable. That. No. Um I've never driven in one. I heard that they handle well and they get off the line because they're lightweight and I think it's a smaller motor, but it gets and goes. It yeah. can keep up with anything. It's more of a road race car compared to the rest of them. Alright. Number nine for me. The Mustang or the mullet of cars. A 70s El Camino. Okay, yeah. 70s uh, Super Sport El Camino. Camino, 454 big block in it. Speaking of 454 big blocks, my next car is uh, Chevrolet, Chevy Chevelle Super Sport 454. I have that a little higher on my list there, but. Yeah, well, you don't know. Then again, it's your list. Travis has a You don't know anything. So this car had the same. It's pretty much the same package that came in your El Camino, yep. but a lot lighter uh, frame because that that had I think El Camino had like a half ton frame or so yeah. on that, and it was just shorter, a little bit. They were still big body, still big body car, but it got a little more scoot to it. I believe this was the best transmission they ever put in a higher powered Chevrolet car, in that. So your next number sorry. number eight. Is a early seventies Plymouth Cuda, got to be a Hemi, and it's got to be plum crazy purple. Okay, with that fo- with the footprint footprint gas pedal. Yeah. So basically, Joe Dirt's dream car. Yeah, yeah. The Cuda, Cuda. I mean, the Hemis when when you can train a tame them right, and you could uh, tr- 
you know, and you're you were able to because Hemi's are super temperamental. Um, but if you know what you're doing, you can really tune those things bad as motherfucker. Yeah. Nice one. Seventies Cuda. I've got a I've got the Dodge Challenger on here. First gen Dodge Challenger. Good body style, good motor, Hemi. Yeah. It's got everything you need in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we at now? Number seven? Yep. Number seven, I have the Bandit's car. The Ur- the Pontiac Firebird, the Trans Am, dude. Yes. So that's a... The, that's so the early a, 70s. That's a mid-70s. Mid, early to mid, yeah. I think early it was like 74 was, was the Bandit's actual one. was. Yeah, because T-Tops didn't get introduced until later. Yeah. The first generation was all hard top of Trans Am. Yeah. This... So this is a Firebird Trans Am. Yeah. Yes. My next vehicle is the Plymouth Roadrunner First Edition. This is higher than the Challenger solely because it did not have the Hemi in it, and it was easier to work on and soup up for anybody outside. So you've seen a lot of Roadrunners, first-gen Roadrunners out there, that would beat Challengers because people could do more with that motor. Still Mopar engine, just not a Hemi, and um, easier to work on, yes. Yes, sir. All right. Okay, number six. This is where the the Chevelle comes in for me. Okay, yeah. so, so we already talked about Chevelle SS yeah. Super Sport First Edition. Four, um, what did I say it had? Four fifty four big block. Yep. Uh, this is number six. I put a Dodge Viper on here. That's kind of on the edge of a supercar. I'm kind of pushing nah, the limits I, that's, there. That's why I didn't put it on. I didn't know if you were gonna. Classify I think the that Dodge Viper a... came out in like '90s and 2000s or yeah. something like that. Um, I. I kind of pushed in the limits putting it on here, but yeah. I, I wanted to mention it. That that car was after, speaking of Ford vs. Ferrari, after um, Carroll Shelby took over. To, uh, um, was left by Ford, basically. Yeah. They stopped doing work with Ford after a long time. He had he kept building his own cars. He got in production with Dodge, with oh. Leah Iacocca again, yep. came yep. calling, and they let him build his Viper. Um, so I, I, I like that. Yep. I like that. All right. Number five for me, the original NASCAR, the Mustang, the Boss 302. Okay. Number five. Yep. Yep. There we go. You know. I told you there's not going to be a lot of explanations for me in here. Mustangs are for women. Okay. Yep. They're Good for you. Good small for, you, for women, bud. You, you just said that because they said that in a movie. No, that's how I really feel about Mustangs. Yeah. Get a fucking real car, dude. Ken. Uh... <laughs> Number five is Pontiac GTO, The Judge. Okay, that's my number four, so yes. let it run, buddy. Pontiac GTO. Pa- first of all, Pontiac GTO was the first muscle car. Yeah. First, The first muscle car. It's the only muscle car to be made off the line factory with a Hearst shifter of its time. After a long time, Hearst would end up getting a lot of deals with other cars to put them in there. But the Pontiac GTO... Um. I think it was a 446 pack car. The the judge was a 446 pack car. The first yeah. six pack car, dual Hollies, three dual Hollies, just fucking haul ass. That carousel red color, you can't beat it. It was one of the prettiest. And like I said, Pontiac GTO led the way. First time it. I was introduced to that car was in the movie Sex Drive. Remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. This is the first time I was ever yes. introduced. Was that, that one of those movies that you were watching on demand and they thought you were watching porn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yes. so your number four was that the was judge number four all was right the judge. so i'll go right into my number four again 
uh, Chevy Corvette Stingray first, the first edition, um, uh, the first generation, excuse me, um, smaller frame, bubble top, I don't like when the, I like how the, where the Corvette Stingray with the long hood mm -hmm. and just a small bubble top, I don't like Corvettes that are, like, um, get into, like, third and fourth generation, what we have now, I like that old, smaller style, they got really wide, I like when they're yeah. shorter, yeah. they, um, yeah, I mean, they were, they're fucking fast cars. <laughs> All right, number three for me. The General Lee, so that'd be the late sixties Dodge Charger. Yep. There you go. Okay, cool. Dope man. car. Yeah, I mean it was it would they were fast cars. Yeah. They were a little smaller, so they couldn't put as much as they did in a Dodge Challenger in it, but cool. My number three car is the Oldsmobile four four two. Dope. The Oldsmobile I like this car a lot because it's got a little bit more power than the Pontiac GTO of the time, but it had a more spacious inside, so you could fucking haul ass yeah. and have a bunch of dudes in there with you and be cool, like have Super. more fitting. Yeah. Oldsmobile known for a little more luxury, so that was that car you can bring out on a nice steak dinner, be luxurious as fuck, and, and then haul ass, ass out, dude. Maybe put it in her butt in the back seat. Oh, hey! And then number two for me is where the Dodge Challenger, that late 60s Dodge Challenger comes in. Just like you said, you could put more in it. Okay. All, All right, right. Cool. Cool. This is a great conversation because Tyler barely I, has I any idea. I have no fucking clue. Yes. I was literally looking at other people's lists and I was like, all right, I could throw that in there. I know this car. I didn't want to put cars that I had no, like nothing, like I'd never even seen before. Yeah. So. So, all right. Now I get into, this is number two right here. So. Pontiac Firebird Trans Am mid seventies. I think we're gonna have the same number one with the. No, you're not. Okay. Uh, mid seventies. You know that's it's kind of a pony car based off Camaro and Mustang. Those are kind of pony cars. It's a little smaller, but still bigger than a Mustang. T tops. It's it's fucking cool, dude. It's really cool. Right. I believe those had a um a different shifter in them as well. Uh, I'm not too sure on that. The Firebird Trans Am. Th those later model ones had something special in there. Forget. All right, which number one? Number one for me is the late '60s, the Chevy Camaro, the Z28. No, that's not. That's not your number one. It's not on my list. Oh, what is your number one then? My number one favorite one is the Plymouth Superbird. Oh, dope. This is when everybody with the Dodgers building the. This is right after the Dodge built the Daytona when they were doing all the track racing and stuff like this. So it's basically a early Plymouth Roadrunner, but they stuck a big old fucking fat wing on the back that stuck <laughs> up. It stuck up so fucking high. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And those cars would stick so well to the track yeah. that the NASCAR actually ended up banning wing those wing cars from oh, option okay. those things those things get up and go because it's basically a road runner yeah yeah i fucking love and i love that look i could just imagine cruising down the street with a big old <laughs> wing on it dude that's just that's cool to me that's, that screams cool i'm sorry that's pretty fucking dope my but friend. also i wanted to mention every single one of these vehicles are hard tops i don't like convertibles i think they're, yeah no i'm I not a big convertible down, person so. all unless right. it's on my jeep yeah so maybe maybe next top 10 list I'll, I'll maybe if i get some time this weekend or something like that i'll try and edit a top 10 list maybe like a cool picture or something like that yeah um and try and post it see what you guys like 
I'm going to try and figure out how to use the Facebook page better to make sure I'm not <laughs> missing on messages or anything. I would feel dumb if I go on there as like a hundred messages. Well, there's yeah. not going to be a hundred messages. Hey, but if there's messages but if from there's people like, any messages. hey, I want to you know, ask this question, I'd be like, oh, my bad. You know, yeah. I'm an idiot. Sorry so. for talking shit about you. About I can't you even people. figure out how to comment on our pages with our posts. I don't know. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of. Through Trapdoor to Hell. Yeah, yeah, I know I would, what you mean. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know how to do that stuff either. Yeah. You know, this is crazy because back in the day, I used to know a lot of things about computers. (laughs) You used used to to be the computer guy. I was the computer guy. Like, I used to know a lot of, not necessarily like hardware and stuff like that, but I can get get by in a conversation with a real nerd. You know what I'm saying? I used to do photo, I think it was when I was in high school and I was doing Photoshop and stuff like that. I had a graphic design class. Yeah. But I did a lot of shit. Also, what I want to talk about... Now he gets on a computer and he acts like he fucking is mentally challenged. You know, after a while, I just was like, you know what? This is too much. And then you just got to keep... Because you got to keep re... You got to keep learning stuff. You get, yeah. They don't just leave stuff be. No, it's always updating. It's always changing. Yeah, so... What also I thought was hilarious was I seen a meme the other day. And it was like... Back in the day, MySpace used to have us copying HTMLs and putting it in our codes and to bu- bust up our MySpace page. Yeah. And it, it was like, where did any of us learn how to do this stuff? <laughs> like this this like almost like low-level computer programming stuff we would all do. And I was thinking on about On MySpace. That. On MySpace, yes. Yeah. Did you have a MySpace or were you too young? No, I did, but it wasn't as good as like your yours and yeah, Marcus's dude. and stuff. I remember. Their fucking top five music, what you've been listening we had, to. We lately. had the music list going, dude. We'd have the fucking profile blinged out, dude. I had pimped out Barney. Bling bling everywhere, do, man. Do you remember those shirts? The shirts with all the bling on them and shit like do that. Do I remember the, the shirts? Shirt, the SpongeBob. Do I remember the shirts? SpongeBob. Gangsta SpongeBob, dude. SpongeBob. Oh yeah, man. I had a bunch of those shirts, dude. I had oh, Jabos. I was living a life for a while there. <laughs> I realized funny. I looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny how you went from you went from Malibu's Most Wanted to. Country boy after that. It's just fucking hysterical. You know, sometimes it takes a while to find out what the heart wants, pal. <laughs> but don't test me. I'll still get down, bud. That's right. Uh, I'll st- I still got my ghetto Spongebob shirt. I'll fucking rock but it. But I don't have that. I don't have it either. I, I wish I did. Have... I wish I still had my jabos. That'd be funny. <laughs> I would just cut them in. I'd cut them in a short. Cut you ever cut see it. a homeless guy wearing jabos? It's like, damn, dude. This <laughs> this used to be the thing. <laughs> well, that's what happens. It, it, just wait. 20 years from now, homeless people are going to be wearing jorts, dude. It's the thing. Well, then I think they're jorts. already wearing jorts. No. They just take their winter jeans and cut them <laughs> when it gets too hot. But And then they're screwed when it goes back to winter. All right. Well, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, guys. From the bottom of my heart, anybody who listens to this, you are making the world a better place. By letting us get this out here. <laughs> You're making the world a better place by listening to a Trap Door to Hell podcast. Yep. Where we just yell at each other the yep. whole time. Yep. I didn't yell at you. I'm thankful that I get to yell at you. Yeah. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for episode 32 of Trap Door to Hell. All right, everybody. Anna? Yeah. You, oh, wait. Before we make- sign off here. Hey, uh, for those of you who listened to last week's podcast, we ranked uh, our top 10 festive whatever. I, I, I'm so flustered right now, I can't even talk about it. Our top 10 foods for the holidays. Number one for both of us was our aunt's pineapple glazed whatever ham that she makes every year for Thanksgiving. 
and then come to find out this is the one year she's not gonna make it. I am hurt. I am baffled. I might I might not even go to our aunt's house for Thanksgiving. So this you year. know what I'm gonna it's do? Right next you door. know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get that ham and I'm gonna smoke the shit out of it and I'm gonna make it better than she ever did. That's right. We're gonna show her up and it's gonna be I'm gonna show you! We're gonna show you! When I was a young warthog! No, we're not doing that two episodes in a row. Aww. You're yelling into the mic, and that's very annoying for our listeners. Can you not do that? You have to move away from the mic when you want to yell. No. Yes. No. Yes. Um, have you, you've never even listened. Do you know what it's like when you're yelling? No, I have no bad. idea. All right? I listened to the very first episode when we talked on the phone. The Say goodbye. Day. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin The image and the style that you're used to I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me Now gather round, I'm the new fool in town And my sound's laid down by the underground I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf So just let me introduce myself My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee And all the rappers in the top ten Please allow me to bump thee I'm stepping tall, y'all And just like Humpty Dumpty You're gonna fall when the stereos pump me I like to rhyme, I like my beats funky I'm spunky, I like my oatmeal lumpy I'm sick with this, straight gangster Mac but sometimes I get ridiculous I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice Oh, yo, fat girl Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat Look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy Allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' dance And I even got my own dance Nose will tickle your rear. My nose is big. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not ashamed. Big like a pickle. I'm still getting paid. I get laid by the ladies. You know I'm in charge. Both how I'm living and my nose is large. I get stupid. I shoot an arrow like Cupid. I use a word that don't mean nothing. Like Luke did. I sang on Do What You Like. And if you missed it, I'm the one who said just grab them in the biscuits. Also told you that I like to bite. Well, yeah, I guess it's obvious. I also like to write. All you had to do was give Humpty a chance. And now I'm gonna do my dance. Say you look like MC Hammer on crack, Humpty. That's-
outside Cause my body's in motion It's supposed to look like a fit or a convulsion Anyone can play this game This is my dance, y'all Humpty Hump's my name No two people will do it the same You got it down When you appear to be in pain Humping, funkin', jumping, Dig around, shaking your rump And when a doo-doo chump punk Points a finger like a stunt Tell him step off, I'm doing the hump The Humpty Dance is your chance So do the hump Everybody Humpty Dance, and to all the ladies, peace and humpiness forever. <laughs>